what the fuck is up with this nigga? <laughs> How come he didn't call me? He didn't call. All I had to do was complain, I guess. Yeah, I, I was just look, looking at this bullshit. Okay. I got a new phone, nigga. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, yeah? You yeah, ain't gonna be, ain't gonna be no bullshit, nigga. I be leaving my phone on the charger. Uh, I'm not doing all that extra. I got a burner phone for, like, YouTube and, you know, all that little bullshit. But, like, this, this is a phone phone. I was I was like, what was I watching? I was watching this shit about you know sin for the P died. No, bro, that's crazy. I was just watching a bunch of shit from Soft White Underbelly, and I was like, where this nigga at? No, sin for the P, the black dude that was living in Canada. That, that was no, I know sin for the P is from Chicago. Who beyond yeah, Sean's head. yeah, we talked about it before. Um, Sinful to Pee, an ex-pimp dude from Chicago, yeah. He died. You know, it's funny, though, because... Go, go ahead, go ahead. It's funny because, okay, Sinful to Pee, um, we found out he was, a, like, a little pedophile and shit. He had got a 14-year-old girl pregnant and all that shit. But it's crazy that... Niggas is like overlooking that shit though. It's like, oh man, so we worried about what he gave to us. We ain't worried about him impregnating a fourteen year old. That's not. Oh, well, well, when you were, you know, a lot of pimps, bro, they get to play the victim. We done seen it. Yeah, we done seen it. We done seen it firsthand. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not gonna sit here and act like I haven't dibbled and dabbled in the lifestyle like I would never say I was a pimp you know what I'm saying I I I was in the way you know like I I tried to play the game but I'm definitely not a pimp yeah I I don't got I don't really got what it takes to be that yeah right yeah. like and that's just the reality of it I could I I could probably be a hard-nosed gangster before I could be a pimp like it takes a lot of time you know, like, I don't really see how you could be a pimp and be real, like. It's funny, because Gorgeous Dre, right, who's on here copping pleas for uh, sinful, you know what I'm saying? That's what was his, he saying? Uh, you know, this copping pleas, talking about he's all involved in trying to bring the body back to the United States. So apparently the word is um, that sinful had HIV, and her and and herpes, right? So when I said it to my when I said it to my significant other, she was you know she's a nurse. She was like, well, so basically, he had HIV and he probably had a herpes outbreak, and that's what probably killed him. Oh no! Because you know that breaks down your immune system, right? And we're just spec. I'm just speculating. So anyway, so he was up there running from. Uh, the fact that he had them pedophile, you know, I think he pled guilty to it, and he admitted it in court that he had. Uh, he have picked, you seen it? I seen it. What the video of him admitting it? Yeah, he, bro, he, I he, seen. I seen the shit. Yeah, and he talked about it on his show a lot. Right. So, 
I listened to Sin for the Pure. I didn't know all this shit, but I kind of, he kind of was talking in code when I heard him talk about it. So I never really caught on to it because I listen to it when I'm like in passing, you know, kind of passively. So, and it's, and it's even more strange, all these guys copping pleas for him. And yeah, he's dead, rest in peace, whatever. But see, my whole thing is this. We're getting to a point now in society like, okay, like the dude Andrew Tate. Like the, the, the dude Andrew Tate busted out there in Romania. And uh, and if you look at Andrew Tate's rundown, um, what do they say? What? Oh, if you look at his rundown, right? He's a pimp too. See what I'm saying, Andrew? Uh-huh. So uh-huh. and he and they say, oh, yeah, they're charging him with with sex trafficking over there in Europe, and but you know it's really like money laundering. He's really getting charged with. But so we got all this stuff going on. So okay, look at this. So down in the Virgin Islands, right? Uh-huh. Jo- uh The district attorney. Because you know those American Virgin Islands. That's like St. Croix, St. Thomas. So those are American uh, territories. Yeah, the U.S. Virgin Islands. So the um, district attorney of the area, a black woman, I got to find the story. She was going to charge, uh, uh, what's the name of the bank? Chase. She was going to federally charge Chase with uh, knowingly aiding and abetting Jeffrey Epstein. Right, for sure. Okay. So, and guess what happened? What happened? She got fired. Yep. So, so Biden... The way it's set up, the way it's set up. They say Biden got involved and she got fired. Hey, this, the way it's set up, and this is something me and you both know, I'm, I, and I'm sure some of your followers or the listeners would know as well. Anyone who doesn't know, just know when you're dealing with people on the inside, they have fall guys. They have people who went off script. They have all these things, but there's nobody there to do the right thing the entire time. Because if that's what you are, you'll never get in those positions. And that that's with corporate, that's with banking, that's with law enforcement, that's with uh judge you know, being a judge, ju- the judicial system, uh, that's with education, right? If you a teacher that really cares, you could make it on the lower level. And they'll always have a token or two as, you know, the superintendent positions. But for the most part, the people in their positions is going to do what's better for the situation, not the individuals. So the people who care about the system get the systemic positions. The people who care about the people, you fucking get to be a fucking laid law bus drivers and and crossing guards right the crossing guard cares more about the kid 
than the head of education. Yeah. And that's just what it is. Yeah. And so nobody cares. So this is a story. Here it is right here. So basically, it says the U.S. Virgin Islands AG fired. They fired her during a Biden visit after vowing to expose Epstein's powerful friends. So she so she was terminated by the government governor during Joe Biden's official visit to the islands. She vowed to expose Epstein and his powerful friends and accomplices. So basically, all she had to do was grab a bunch of locals that were working there and blow this whole thing out the water. Uh So the island, Little St. James, was known by locals and authorities as Pedophile Island. Lord. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I remember remember that. So, she filed a lawsuit against J.P. Morgan Chase accusing the Wall Street Bank of helping Epstein's sex trafficking operation. The bank is accused of failing in its duty to report suspicious financial activity. Over more than a decade, J.P. Morgan clearly knew it was not complying with federal regulations in regards to Epstein-related accounts. And as evidenced by its little too late efforts after Epstein was arrested on federal tax uh, sex trafficking charges and shortly after his death, when J.P. Morgan complied with federal law. So they didn't wait till after he died to even start to comply. The lawsuit added a dagger that should make all of Epstein's famous friends nervous. Human trafficking was the principal business of the uh, accounts Epstein maintained at J.P. Morgan. It said the complaint accuses J.P. Uh, Morgan Chase of concealing, wide, concealing wire and cash transactions that raise suspension. So hold on, I'm trying to figure this out. So Joe Biden is telling us we got to report uh, uh, cash apps of over... Uh, uh, cash apps totaling $600. Meanwhile. <laughs> uh, right, right. Meanwhile, we got this guy. Sitting on uh, Yeah, 600 Doing the most. I know exactly what you're saying. So, $600. Let me look this up. Cash apps. Biden. Yeah, they. Yeah, it says six hundred. No, this is the cold part. It says Americans over the six hundred dollar threshold on payment apps must record it. So, is Venmo, PayPal, or Cash App? So, if you earn six hundred dollars in a year over PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App, you have to report the earnings. Yeah, man. So, but, so, and it's even more crazy because Chase, right? Chase is the same bank. Chase, didn't Chase steal Kanye's money? Yes. Yeah, so there's another story. Uh, October, J.P. Morgan Chase cuts ties with rapper, ending his relationship. 
And Kanye is talking about they froze his account. Mm-hmm. Over, over some anti-Semitic remarks. Well, over... You know, I mean, here's, like we said before, a- anti-Semitic is just whatever they say it is. Mm-hmm. Right? So, if I say the Jews are good with money, they could say that's offensive. Right now, a Jew can say a black person is good with money, mm-hmm. but I can't say Jews are good with money. Yeah. Right? Like that's anti-Semitic. I can't say the Jews keep their families together. The Jews keep their traditions alive. See, that's disrespectful because what they've done, they became the victims. Like, even when somebody says something positive, you got to go through them for it to be okay. Yeah. Because they could say, well, that's anti-Semitic. Oh, well, Jews really love their family. Oh, no, you're making it like they're going to twist it. And it's amazing how anything that goes on with them is viewed in that light. Oh, and, then, and since we're on, but you want to hear something more crazy? You're really going to trip out off this shit. So in Israel, they put Netanyahu back in office, right? So he's a right, he's considered a right wing um, conservative. So the, the, the conservative party took over Israel. So now when they took over, they're instituting amendments to their laws, which allows for businesses and doctors to refuse service to people such as members of the LGBTQ community if it violates their religious beliefs. They got another law where the Palestinians, it makes it illegal to fly Palestinian flags and Jews may refuse service to Palestinians. See, they try to put this is, it... This is, in, this is in Tel Aviv? This is in, tel, in Israel, yeah. In Israel? Yeah. And wow. So, and they were not... Yeah, no one knows about this. They ain't really trying and America, to... And America supporting that. Yeah, we're supporting it. Yeah. We're giving them money. We're giving Man, bro, them... That, that's some heavy shit, my nigga. I mean, I, I honestly don't know what to say even though I'm not surprised because I know how we are in this country, but that that's wild where you're trying to take away their, their uh, expression of fortitude, right? Because really that's what like a flag is. That's what a coat of arms mm-hmm. is. It shows you exist, improves your lineage and what house you come from. Yeah. Right? Even 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 slaves. You you ever had a family reunion? Mm-hmm. You had a coat of arms for your family, huh? Mm, uh, not really, but yeah. Kind oh, of, we, oh. we kind of make up one for each one. You know what I mean? Okay, well, mine, I've been to family reunions on both sides. And yeah. We have a coat of arms, and I'm not going to sit here and act like you can show me my coat of arms and I can read it to you like I can 
that cap out, cap out massage shit, see that, 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 that black Greek shit, you go through a processor. They teach it to you when it's military style. You know, a black coat of arms, man, you'll be lucky if you even know that shit exists. Yeah. That should be propaganda. But at the end of the day, when you got your coat of arms, you shouldn't study it and learn it. And, and so you could have an idea of where you come from, because then if you know the coat of arms, you'll know if it don't add up. Yeah. You'll know if it ain't right. So what they doing, you can't have a flag. Think, think about this. All they can do is surrender. You could have a flag. It better be a white one. Yeah. Right. They're criminalizing their existence, my nigga. Yeah. Right. And, and, and it's amazing because I could have swore, bro, we was getting rid of systemic racism, bro. And ever since these people done got in, we ain't said nothing about the system of racism. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're doing all this shit. We bringing RICO charges against motherfuckers. Uh, we're exposing Ponzi schemes. We're charging dudes with sex trafficking. Man, we're doing a lot. Yeah, but when it comes to that systemic racism, because y'all didn't say you was gonna crack down on any of this other shit, you did say you were here to eliminate systemic racism. Now think about this, bro. Systemic, the system of racist practices. Yeah, and you, you, you guys, the top dog of the racist coalition. You know, it's just crazy, bro. It's just crazy. And we don't we don't have any standards, right? All the people, like I said, we just wanted somebody else in there. We just didn't like our slave master. We yeah. don't care how we get treated. Do I like you or not? Yeah. See, when a nigga get hit with that whip, he wants he wants a Ryan Gosling type of face to do it. Yeah. Man, look. So, it gets even more crazy. So, this is it. This Okay, so, Israel businesses, this is in eight days ago. Israeli businesses decry calls to revise anti-discrimination law. So, it goes, several leading Israeli businesses pledged on Monday to strengthen their internal anti-discrimination rules following marks by hard-right members of Israel's incoming government seen as undermining gender. So, there's a little bit of pushback over there. So... The remarks, including a call to scrap the gay pride, they're trying to scrap the is Jerusalem gay pride march and the other to ease a ban on individuals who so they want to ease a ban on individuals who support terror or racism against right. run, against running for parliament. So they want to ease a ban. So so basically they're admitting what they're doing. Well, some of the businesses are pushing back, right? Because there's a le- there's a left side over there too, so they're like, "Hold up!" So the the right is like, "We want to ease a ban on letting so called terror suspects and and racists 
from taking seats in parliament. Uh, they got a far right group called the Religious Zionism Party. Okay. One of the they're one of the parties in Prime Minister uh, Netanyahu's coalition. The Religious Zionism Party. It, it told a public radio that hotels and doctors should be allowed to refuse services to people on religious grounds. So see this. Oh, wait. So they're not even see the, the, putting gay people out front was kind of a cover. They want to be able to refuse it on anybody. So remember, we got the curse of ham so they can refuse service to blacks. Yeah, but so, here's the thing. So D Black lives over what? there. Oh, oh, hold on. Yeah. Here's the whole thing, though. I'm glad you brought that up. So we got the curse of ham, right? Mm hmm. So are we hamites or are we shamites, bro? That's, that's a, yeah. That's a whole. <laughs> like, yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not. Okay. I'm going to say like this. We're I'm gonna not. Say like this. I'm going to be ham all, like, even if I am Shamite, I'll be ham because the, the 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 bond is broken. Like there's no there's no coming back. So that's cool. I'll stay where I'm at. But but if we're dealing with it from that perspective, right? Then how can we tell who's ham and who's sham? You guys got a whole bunch of niggas running around in Demona looking just like me. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just saying like Yeah, and, and we could and we could even we could even get into the, the D black thing like how did that happen? Well him ending up over there? I mean, I know he just went over there, but I'm just saying like that's crazy how yeah. how like they rallied behind this black dude from Seattle. Well, it looks like that. It looks like well, they didn't put the show out. Remember, you had the HBO show. They when Kanye did all that stuff. That show kind of it was just about to drop. What D Black was on it? G, D Black got an HBO show. What's it called? Let me look it up. What's his name? Nassim. Yeah, not seen black. Seen black. Okay, let's see. It's a con. It says right here, deadline comedy, HBO to produce dramatic comedy based on Nassim Black's life story. Oh, man, that's going to be interesting. Comedy is a comedy now based on Hasidic rapper Nassim Black in the works at HBO Max. They're so doing, it's about his life story. Like when yep. he was in Seattle and all that. Because that's going to get interesting. Yeah, it's about Mashi Kosher and somebody, Sally Richardson Whitfield. Uh, Hasidic, yeah, they're putting a show together. Now they better not show this nigga being young and he's a goddamn Hasidic Jew, because because you know I 
nigga, D, D Black, he was one of the young homies, so. I'm trying to figure, yeah, I know. I, I was, you know, we was all there, but this is right, We was all there, exactly, bro. Yeah, and so we got to take. all there, so we gotta take this time to plug everybody that was involved in the in this beginning. So it was what? Who was it? It was Sporting Life Records. You know Devon, oh, yeah. Okay. I was on Sport Life. Sporting Life was the ones out of Seattle, Washington. Making that shit go. Okay, Sporting Life, and then they had the studio down in Rainer Valley. I used to go there. Right. And Vitamin D was a chief engineer over there uh who who did he did big rich town for um 50 over there at uh what's the name of that show yeah power uh power this this is for the listeners so they can all reference it you guys got a group called stay high brothers and you guys got albums out you and uh, vitamin d so that's short plug anyway (laughs) so yeah, so they're teasing a comedy. I'm trying to figure out though, what's fucking funny about his life, bro? That's what I want to see. That's what I want to. Do we want to see it? Man, I know I do. I just want to see what happened, bro. Like I want to see what they gonna say. Cause my thing is that man, shit, bro. I was there. Yeah. Okay. And. And I like I like D. D's a really nice person. He was in the face of everything. He was one of the nicest people around. Absolutely. Um. And then uh, he did. A, you know, you guys can look up his videos. He was used to be D Black. Uh, his videos are still on YouTube now. It's Nassim. How you spell that? Let me see. I always get it wrong. Oh, N I S S I M black so okay so i wonder how these d- developments right does he get like a pass or or does or he is he gonna have to be like sammy davis you know they're gonna still try to make you go in the back door because it looks of course they're gonna try to i mean look my thing is that nigga he could never he could never uh He 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 could never be treated equal over there. Like he'll he'll never convince me of that. Yeah, and right? it, so, seem, it seems like that's what he tries to put out. Yeah, uh, like he, he could never. And he, he rides a line. Me of that. Hey, bro, I'm gonna tell you like this. I'm so. Um. I'm I'm so concrete in my view on it that I wouldn't even have a conversation with him. Not, yeah. not, I mean, I had a conversation that he's like saying, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But like, and bro, I'm not, oh, no. Oh, because nigga can say, oh, well, I'm over there. Man, listen, bro. I've yeah. been like my whole life, right? Do you know how many people who I knew had a bad home life, but they was trying to make it seem like they didn't have a bad home life? And yeah. their name, the thing is that I live where you speak of. You don't. How can you tell me? Then later on, it comes out that you really were being abused, right? Mm -hmm. See, most of the time, it's hard to hide that shit. So when you're talking about the way they treat black people in 
Semitic countries. Yeah. Right? Places like Tel Aviv. Man, stop, bro. Yeah. Stop, bro. Like, like all he we was... got to do is go to the stories of the people who got put out the homeland. The, isn't he the son of James Croon, right? Mm-hmm. So James Croon of the Emerald City Boys, uh, who was one of the founding top first rap groups out of Seattle. And I think that they're actually doing a re-release. It was like, was it Sugar Bear? Uh, let's see. Yeah, 1983. Uh, first rap record with uh, Curtis Jimerson and uh, Ed Wells pa- passed away. Rest in peace, Ed Wells. That was my old neighbor. Emerald, Emerald Street Boys for Life. So I guess they... Or re this and re-release of their vinyl. Anyway, that was just a short plug. And R.C. Croon Trackaholic is Nassim Black's uncle, from what I understand. Right. Which I used mm-hmm. to have dealings with. So we just wanted to put yeah, that out. I just did a show with R.C. the other day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, R.C.'s the homie. He did uh, Squeak Nutty Bugs, I'll Get Your High. And it, see, a lot of people don't understand all this stuff. Uh, squeak nutty bug running around. He's still doing cuts. He got uh, ice cream candy with sugar free. Just you know, put that out there since we talking about shit. But uh, um, as far as the Jewish thing goes, I always thought that was a you know he was just in town. I I didn't get a chance to like uh, to chat it up with him, and he's always very open and very approachable. And I. I and I think at some point, you know, approachable. Uh, uh, Nassim Black. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And so, is he? But if he's wearing that shit though, is he really approachable to me? I, I mean, it's all uh, love. What, it's what, all love. Know? But it'll be just. I don't know. We need. To, I need to. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we can still talk to him. I'm putting real well, fears whenever, out. Like when I see him. I don't really see myself talking to him about that because I know yeah. religion is a spell, right? Like, yeah. like niggas, when you when you on that man, you you under a spell. Yeah. So so I I get it, and man, bro, when people man when people signed up for these spells and they really believe that these spells is bringing something to better their life. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard to have a conversation unless you pro that. Like yeah. if you if you're pro the spell they under, mm-hmm. oh man, you could have a conversation all day. Okay, and you know what? I'm glad you said that because just to pivot off of it, this is something real serious. Before I want to forget, and it's it's got something to do with spells. Now two spells, okay? Governor of California, okay. And the rap law, rap lyric law, California. Okay. Rap lyric law, California. California bill banning use of rap lyrics as evidence signed in the law. So they, they can't use rap lyrics against you in court. But okay, let's think about it. Let's, I'm gonna step outside of it though. Okay. 
Okay. If we're talking in terms of spells, right? Got it. Um, and we said rap is a spell. Gangster negative rap has been a spell in our community. Our culture is damaged. No question. Murders, killings, uh, all sorts of things. And we can attribute it to a, this uh, a culmination of a culture, music being one aspect. So, and what we know about uh, Democrats and liberals, as well as uh, uh, Republicans and stuff, but we're talking strictly about liberals and Democrats. And we talk about how they, in our city and other sanctuary cities, how they're, they, how they, coddle what they call it nanny state how they coddle people that shouldn't be coddled so what i'm saying is if they had a law saying you can say whatever on a rap record and with no sort of consequence even you can admit to murders so if you admit to a murder on the record they can't use it in court so so is that helping our kids is that hurting our kids because if the kids know you can't talk about murders on records and talk about crime, wouldn't that be a way of uh, 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 undermining the spell that is being cast when they do talk about it? Right. So it's, in my mind, I feel kind of like they're like, hey, let's perpetuate the negativity through the spells on the gargoyles. Because a lot of these people, when they do this in our community, do these crimes and doing this, this is against a rap backdrop. They sure as fuck ain't listening to Mozart when they run around killing folks. And evidence of that and proof of that is even when they had the, the one TV show, 50 put out, and they put, you can't stop the rain. You can't stop the rain. And then when the guy was choking out his homie, it was wax poetic. It was poetic. And it was like like an artistic, like a like a backdrop that everybody can relate to. It's like, yeah, if I, that's a cool killer. He's a poetic, cool killer. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but when I'm hyphy and want to do some violent ass shit and kill my ops, I turn on some uh some mode three or some uh you know what I'm saying? So they got Young Thug on his rap lyrics in Atlanta. And then as you listen to the case and you see the guys that are turning state's evidence on him, you really realize that the motherfucker did put the shit in the record. Oh, uh, yeah, bro. I mean, definitely, bro. Yeah. I mean, I know we try to defend our art form and our culture, but really, he really did put the shit in the record. Just like the the crazy motherfucker in Florida that did the uh, one song, Murder on My Mind. He put the shit in the damn record. You talking about the white nigga? Yeah. YN YN Melly. YNW Melly, right. Man, bro, one thing I know, man, when a nigga come out and he got three, he got an acronym. Yeah. Some shit or little uh, three letter. Yeah. Y YSL. If you're any of that. Yeah. PNB. Yeah. yeah, bro. We we know what's about to happen with you. There's gonna be some killing involved. And right. S- and so, 
if they would have had a law where we could you like they did this with uh Mac Dre in the romper room gang back in the day. This ain't nothing new. So and that was back in what the late eighties, early nineties. Uh, so, but it really did slow down niggas from putting their crime in in the music. So what uh, you could take this two ways either. They're, they don't give a fuck in California. They're like, hey, you can say whatever you want on the records because you saying this shit on record is law is a law enforcement tool and we don't want to stifle a law enforcement tool. Oh, absolutely. We You don't. And it's a double-edged sword because we can use it to keep you niggas subjugated because you guys are so busy putting out this violent-ass shit. We, it keeps you subjugated. So keep doing what you're doing, player. Keep putting out the, the Stephen King on Stephen King rap, rap music. You know what I'm saying? Put out the heat. You know, heat, that movie heat. Put that shit out. And that's all that we want coming out your community is heat, heat on the records. You know, Val Kilmer and uh, an old boy out there and Tom Sizemore out there shooting it out with the cops. That's what we want. We want... Heat in the street. <laughs> See what right. I'm saying? We want heat right. in the street. Right. We don't. Right. We don't want right. you guys to Come have on. a conscience. Right. <clears throat> we we want to operate outside of reason. Then that that's what was going on in heat. Like even when the gig was up, you motherfuckers really like did that shit. Yeah. Then like you know, all you gotta do is not do this, but. It's just like, well, I know you know. You know I know you know. It's on. Instead of being like, you know what? Yeah. We're going to leave it alone. Maybe we'll resurface however it's going to go. But no, we ain't doing this. Yeah. yeah that, that's what they want. They yeah. want to see niggas crash and burn. Yeah. Caution they to want the... to see niggas be foolish. Because in the movie... No matter what. Yeah, because in the movie, he... was it was it De Niro, right? He was like... He was like... Yo, when they try to do that little small jug, and then he was like, he heard something. The police was across the street and he heard that noise. He's oh, abandoned ship. See, they don't want us to abandon ship on 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 the play. They want us to be like, well, fuck it. They they know something's up. We're gonna just run it. We're gonna uh, abandon our usual course of action and try to get this last one out. And see what happened. They all ended up getting killed. Right. So, and that's what they want to us. They want, I think, I feel like with that sort of law, like even Jay-Z back in it, and Jay-Z back in it is even more suspect. Because at first I was kind of like, oh, they should, we, we was on the pod. I was, but then I started thinking about it. And there's another reason I didn't want to do a show over that, uh, over, I had a show, I was wanted to do a show on Tory Lanez. And his dad, right? Because, because niggas, niggas, when his dad came out and was saying all that shit in front of the court, I uh, had a sh- show in the cut. I was like, well, niggas is hating because they ain't got no daddy. It ain't about what he said. It's about niggas hating because they ain't got a dad. How how a bunch of niggas with no dad going to articulate what this nigga's dad is doing? 
Also, uh, it's kind of like with Skip. With Skip, when the boy got hurt in Buffalo last night, and every and Skip said that crazy ass shit about, oh, they should have just kept playing. Now niggas is up all morning talking about, well, Skip never played. So why is he kind? Con- why is he, and that's the well? Pro- you know what? Here's the whole thing. Yeah. Here's the whole thing. I do gotta say this. Yeah. We usually finish the game. Honestly, yeah, so, we do. I, like, I honestly believe if that game wasn't the wasn't the game of the year, pretty much. And man, there's all type of intangibles. But look, man, we could look up Daryl Stanley. Yeah. What happened with him? I bet you they finished that game. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying don't care. I'm just saying that you don't get to stop a war because someone died. Yeah. There might be a death that stops the war, but just because oh, a, a soldier died, there'll never be a soldier that dies in a war that's enough to stop the war. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe a diplomat. Yeah, maybe somebody of that stature, but that's just that's just what it is. Yeah, like on the real, we'll mourn an owner before we mourn a player. Yeah, and look, but look, um, Skip, I was even my first reaction to read what Skip said was emotionalism, like everybody else is dealing in emotion. Like, oh man, Skip should be fired for that shit, and Skip may be fired for this shit. Cause I kind of think, yeah, I'm because I'm thinking they trying they kind of lightweight want to fire Skip in anyway. Okay, I was kind of feeling that Skip's time is probably here, and so they may use this to fire Skip. Now, I mean, the timing of what he said was poor, and I agree with you. I agree. I I thought in my mind it was like, oh, we shouldn't have the the they said the players and the coaches elected not to keep playing. So, yeah, the people that's losing don't want to don't want to play. The people that's winning, I'm pretty sure they want to play. Right. My whole thing is this: they didn't know what happened to dude. When I looked at the video, and he fell over, and they now they said he had a heart attack. Now, how? Why did he have a heart attack? Was he on some supplement? Was he on some? I mean, I mean, I, I'm just being honest. I'm putting this out. These are good questions, bro. I mean, and so a healthy person having a heart, what they going to say is the jab. It could be the jab. It could, You know what I'm saying? But they ain't going to never admit that. But my thing is, if he had a heart attack on the field, before the play, he had to have some indicator. Heart attack just don't happen once you run into a, you run it, say, say you, uh, Say you stumble and hit a a post with your shoulder, you're not you're not gonna have a heart attack and fall over. Before the play, he had to have known something was going on. Whether it was the pressure of getting the money, the pressure, hey coach, I need to come out in such an intense game, letting his teammates down, he may or may not elected to come out. Right. Because if you look at the video. He hit the dude and and he got up and then he fell back over. So his heart, well, it seemed like he's okay now. But then they're now they're trying to complain and say they gave him CPR too long on the field before they called the ambulance. 
all these things, you know, because all these things, well, people are, the first inclination is that he got some sort of injury and trying to see if he, they got doctors out there. So all this is going to play out. I don't really have any, you know, what do you think? Man, I mean, uh, okay, when I hear them talk about it and they speak on it, it makes me wonder, mm-hmm. well, who knew what? Well, what information's out there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because it just seems like there's more to this than happenstance. Then I'm hearing the lady, I've never heard this said in a crisis like this, like life and death crisis. She said, well, the players, they got around him to give him his privacy. And I was all like, yo, when we trying to save a life, you don't got no privacy. Like, I'm not saying we don't do what we can, but if, if, if I have to save you in the middle of the street and I can't protect the image, is it more important that, like, where I'm all like, what do you mean privacy? Where I'm all like, I, I've never heard life and death and privacy share the same conversation. If you're trying to save my life, ain't no privacy. Yep, get in my phone. Yep, expose all this shit. I would rather live. Whatever problems I got coming from this, I damn sure can't solve them dead, bro. Yeah. And that, that's that's just me. And I might not have never been alive before, but I ain't never been dead either, nigga. Yeah. Dying is dying. Not being here is not being here. So some of the shit they said, it just kind of threw me for a loop. When, when, when she said privacy, I was all like, privacy? What are you talking about? We trying to save a life. Like, I, I think of all the situations I've seen or heard of where we was trying to say and save a life. I never heard of privacy being of holding any type of weight when you're trying to when you're dealing with a critical situation. But I was like, oh, and it stood out. It stood out. So you know, I mean shit. Whatever, bro. Like, there, you you already know how it go with the media. Like, for all I know, she might have already got a script. Just like the whole uh, beware of COVID information on Twitter. Beware of COVID information on Twitter. Hey, bro, I got a video where it's all synced up, nigga. I'm going to send it to you. Where all these different news stations from different parts of America, they all got the same sloganism on the same conversation. So these scripts be written out. Yeah. Send it to me. I'll play it at the end. I got to run, but we're going to talk chop it up later. All right, King. All right, man. Peace. Peace. Politico.com. Yeah.